0: Today feels like the day I decide whether I'm going to stand up for the pilgrims in Thanksgiving or not. The line in the sand where I say, stop calling us a trash holiday. A lot of shit happened, there was a lot of dynamics. None of us know the whole story. Because not all the records exist, and not all the records were always taken, and people are unreliable. There are things I know that make me go, holy shit. I can't believe people did that, that's amazing. There's things that make me go, oh my gosh, how cruel. But then I hear their whole story and I go, oh. Well, according to that person, I guess it makes more sense. I guess it wasn't quite the thing that that other person said. And then the situation kind of starts to untangle and boil down to a bunch of people just interacting with common purpose but misunderstandings and different languages. Do you know why the pilgrims came? Did you think they were the first ones here? They weren't. The Mayflower was nowhere near the first ones here. I, growing up, thought it was. I had no reason to think it wasn't. I celebrated it as the first Americans. You know why it's celebrated as the first Americans? Because they were the, pri- the predecessors of the people who ended up writing a lot of our founding American documents. Not because they were the first ones here. There's already, they were coming here to meet other groups that were here. When they got here, what they found first of all, they landed somewhere they didn't mean to land. And they were running away from a king who was trying to kill them for their religious and political beliefs. Shit. This was men, women, family, and children. One of my um, potential ancestors was listed as an indentured servant on the ship and the reason he was listed this way is because he had printed a newsletter I may have mentioned this before he had printed a newsletter coming out against the king and against um well against what was going on um I haven't read it yet I have to access the library of congress I believe was where I tracked it down and it should all be online but all this stuff gets very complicated very quickly and I'm looking forward to learning more about all these avenues and ways to research this. One of the things I talked about on my Instagram and I don't know if I talked about on here at all is I was uh, looking into the DAR, the Daughters of the American Revolution Um, because early in my genealogy studies I found a lot of my family members who are also members And I looked into the society, which I admittedly only had any knowledge of from Gilmore Girls, and I found something that really didn't resemble what I thought it was going to at all. There's elements that were the same, but of course it was not the dramatic version. Um, Maybe somewhere on the East Coast in Connecticut. uh, It is, but here it's, it's a lot of people that are doing a lot of really cool stuff for veterans and children and foster kids and literacy in historical societies Um, a lot of our historical sites are only there because of the Daughters of the American Revolution funding their salvation it's crazy nothing is how I thought it was it's just how it keeps going and unfolding so I bought a book called um, A Pilgrim Plantation A Plymouth Plantation I apologize by William Bradford who is on the Mayflower I had watched, this is where I got messed up, I had watched a documentary um, called Pilgrims on Amazon Prime, and I was searching Ken Burns' um, documentaries, and this was by Rick Burns, who I don't know if his, he's related. I didn't take the time to research that or anything. I wasn't really even planning, talking about it. Mocha, move. My doggie gets in the way. So... I had watched that documentary and knowing about this, this link and this indentured servant who we would see listed as an indentured servant and think, oh, how horrible, that's essentially slavery, but really he was, he was an indentured servant in a sense that he wasn't paying for his passage. Somebody else said, I'll pay for it and then you can work off that payment when we get there. And most of the time those deals went totally fine. That's why you find, if you start looking at records, you find somebody listed as a free man by a certain date. It means that they've worked off their debt. Just like we have credit card debt, like, you know, you'd get down to zero debt and you'd be listed as a free person. And the emphasis was on man, and that's a whole other, whole other bag of beans. But Thanksgiving's coming up, so let's focus on Thanksgiving. Okay, Angie? All right. monkey monkey. Sometimes we need a toddler reset. They're good at resetting us. I think he's trying to poop actually. I just want to eat cookies and drink my coffee. Talk about pilgrim shit. So I got this book after seeing that documentary. So I watched the documentary Pilgrims. I watched about two thirds of it. Not very intense and I ran out of time. So I might finish it. I might just read the book. The book was written 10 years after the Mayflower. There's stuff that isn't Exactly the same as everybody says it was. Just like with anything, the Donner Party. I feel like we're still always learning new stuff about the Donner Party. Maybe if you don't live in California, that's not a huge part of your education, but it definitely was in mine. And I feel like the Mayflower is one of those stories that really could have been like that. Um, There's some really fascinating tidbits. One of the ones that's popping into my consciousness here is... uh, there's a discrepancy in the story, the first. So when they arrive, they've already lost a number of people. Um, people are dying. It's a lot of people that are running from the king. And then they, they were running because they had a very specific way they wanted to live without hierarchy in their church. They didn't believe that the way that Jesus had shaped the church was the way that um, England was living. That's about as simple as we could put it. About as broad as we could get. So here they don't they, they they think it should be different. It shouldn't be where you have to go to a priest for things. It should be any two people are gathered in name, and that was a big thing for this William Bradford. So they actually uh, traveled within Europe trying to find kind of a safe place. To practice their religion, ended up in Holland, I believe, and then from Holland, um, they fa- in Holland they found the same problems they found everywhere else. Which is, well, that's just the problem with idealism, isn't it? Anywhere you go, there you are, whether it's other people or yourself. So they go for full iso- isolationism, essentially. Well, they're not really. They're trying to go to America, where they're they think there's a lot of other people. There's already tens of thousands of people pumped into or 8 I don't remember, it might have only been 8,000, but it was like a lot of people pumped into America the plague had well um, came from Spain, wiped out a lot of the native population Um, the Native American, what we would delineate as Native Americans versus Native Mexico area Latin Americans um, they had been in war with Spain for a long time already um, we'd already had invasion by pigs and decimated by all sorts of stuff. Um, horses were new. You know, like, there was already a lot of change. And here comes Mayflower. They think they're going to land where there's a lot of people already. They end up missing that because they took off way too late in the summer. You're supposed to take off spring, early summer. They took off late August, I believe, or maybe even early September. And they show up and there's... Nobody and really rough waves and they have to get to shore and they've already been sick. They've been out, I think, for two months. They've lost babies. They've lost people. They've lost people overboard. Um, it's been horrendous. Um, and they are praying hard and focusing and getting there. The ones that did. So they get to shore and what did they do? Huh, Babaroo? They didn't really get to shore. They actually stayed on the ship for a long time. Some people went to shore. They checked it out. They said, there's nothing here. There's nobody here. And then they start hearing native war calls, which off in the distance would sound fucking terrifying. That's why they were war calls. The Celts were known for having these giant tall horns. I believe there's one person left in the world and he's older that can play them. Can we get somebody on that? Who hires people to learn things? Can we have a university that just goes... Oh, there we go, that's what, that's my contribution to Harvard. Hey, there's only one of this left. We need somebody to learn how to make this kind of pasta. We need somebody to learn how to blow this kind of horn. Maybe somebody already does that. I'm eating cookie while talking, that's so rude. But we gotta move through this, man. I got time to do a certain amount of things. So, here we are, pilgrims, we're staying on our ship. We're terrified. We're hearing noises. What do you do? Go on shore and try to build some houses? Celebrate? Shit. It's winter now. starting to get real cold. Baby dies. Another person dies. A few people drown. Now you're not even sure if people are dying because they're committing suicide or dying because they're sick. And you keep hearing these war cries. You finally come in contact and it's really hostile. Fuck. Right? You don't know them. They don't know you. You thought you were getting into something else. They've been fighting a war you're just walking into. Stay on your ship. Wait on your ship till summer. Fuck. That would have been a long winter. I bet it wasn't that first November that they were having that meal. I bet their meal that first November was not turkey or anything like that. I bet it was bleak as fuck. Are we glad they had Jesus? We are. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know that it matters if it was Jesus or if it was just something. Studies that are done seem to point that really anything you feel strongly connected will do. It's just a certain way of feeling that helps you survive and feel loved. It's not uh, any exact representation. Your brain kind of kind grabs and points and paints and says, ah, oh, this is what this feels like. This is our best analogy. That's what it's like. And for those pilgrims when they finally did get on shore... And they did live, you know. One of the things that they did, this is how scared they were. They took their dead and their, and even the, some of the people probably that hadn't died yet that were just very ill, and they were so scared of those war cries that they propped those people and those bodies up in the woods along the coast to look that like they had guards. These were not warrior people. These were the people looking for like this super peaceful life, and got you know this land. They didn't. I mean. Man. Nobody ever knows what they're getting themselves into, do they? I think moving forward this week, there's going to be some heavy shit we could just kind of have to admit and roll through. Everybody has blood on their hands ancestrally, everybody has something. Everybody has glory. Everybody has to poop. Everybody's got to go pee. Everybody's gonna die the same way. And if we all start respecting each other as people with feelings, things might go a little more smoothly. They might not. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe it's fine just the way it is and we're already perfectly happy and should improve nothing. Or maybe happiness isn't the point. What if the point is to be angry? It's not. You can feel how wrong that is. You know that's not what you strive for. You know it's just fun sometimes. Part of the play is what it's meant to be. Not so seriously. Incorporate it in your play. Give it an avenue. So it doesn't have to come out toxically like pus that has to push its way through. Give it an avenue. Play. Pretend. Imagine things. Imagining things won't make them definitely come into your existence, even if you imagine them for a certain amount of time. It is safe, and if this makes you feel safer in doing so, I'll give you a few things you can do. It is safe to imagine anything. It won't make it happen. It won't make your life better or worse. It might make it better because you feel healthier. And it might give you a better idea of what you want to make because you can play with how things feel before you physically have to move through them. Imagine a scenario the way you imagine it going. Energy work is just looking for slight improvements in each step, in each of the nows. Just looking for one little way it could be better from where you're standing right now. What's the one little thing? Could make you feel better about how it's going. You can follow me on Instagram at Angela Jermaine. You can find me with the between blue worlds hashtag usually. You can find me if you wanna find me. I'm out there, I'm everywhere. I hope you have a wonderful day, morning, evening in this digital world of never knowing when you're listening. It's amazing. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Remember that we all have so much to be thankful for. And if we want to sit in regret and worry, it's all there for us. But maybe shelve that for now. Have some fun. Go play with something or somebody. Boy in the neighborhood
1: lives downstairs, and it's understood he's there just to take good care of me, like he's one of the family. Charles Charles in charge of our days and our nights. Charles in charge of our wrongs and. Right. And I see I want, I want Charles in charge of me. Charles in charge of our days and our nights. Charles in charge of our wrongs and our rights. And I see I want Charles in charge of me. Charles in charge.